Everybody roll me a D20. D20, boy. No modifier? Just a D20. 10. 10. 4. 14. Kjorg. You're falling. You feel your body crash into hard rock. I like it. You take one bludgeoning damage. The noise around you is deafening. You hear people screaming, but they sound like they're far away from you. It's impossible to see. There's so much dust. There is dirt and rock and everything. You are falling. You hit something hard, and then you're sliding. You're sliding. You're sliding. And then it's like you break free of a cloud of dirt and dust, and you can see, and you are sliding and rolling toward the edge of the floor. You can't see what's out past it, but it looks like it's an open free fall. What do you do? So I'm sliding down a slippery slope straight towards the... It's not a super, super steep slope, but you're moving fast because you just fell. And you need to stop yourself. On a flat floor surface. No, it is inclined. It's just not a... It's not like this. It's, it's more like that. It's a smooth surface. Yeah, smooth, yes. How are you going to stop yourself? Let's see. Five. Four. Three. I turn my body and put my legs my feet towards the hole and push. It's like the edge of a cliff. You don't know how, you don't have time to really think about it. You are sliding toward it. You need to slow yourself down and stop yourself or you're going to shoot off the end of it and who knows what's going to happen. You can hear the sound of crashing water like a waterfall. You're moving too fast. It's slick. There's ah. debris rolling with you. If you don't do something to stop yourself, you're going to shoot off and die. Okay. I take out a weapon. Uh-huh. I make some money. All right. Make me an athletics check. 17. Okay, 17 is good enough. You slow yourself down, but you're still moving. It's kind of like a, like a, you crash it in, and you know your mace has these spikes on it, so it's grinding in. You're trying to slow yourself out, but there's still debris rolling under you. You're sliding, you're sliding, and it catches right on the edge of something, right as the bottom half of your body hang off the edge of this precipice. Oh, that's cool. You look back, and you can see the water coming out of the side of the mountain crashing far below you can't see like down there but it's you would assume crashing onto rocks lake river something down there and it's too far for you to see if you fell from this height it would probably kill you nice pull yourself back up yes there are still rocks and chunks of the thing falling towards you and rolling towards you you pull yourself up you're pulling and straining and kind of like pulling your body back up i mean you're pretty stout you can pull yourself up it's still slippery down here on this edge because there's a lot of like gravel and debris and chunks and stuff. But you are able to get yourself back up on it. And it, it is inclined, but it's not a sharp incline. Um, you can walk up it to get back up, but it's very dark. Now, you have dark vision? Yes. So you can see, sort of, but there's also a lot of dust and stuff in the air. Uh, you're coughing. You're kind of choking on it a little bit. <coughs> but you pull yourself up and you kind of get over to like, it's almost like a pillar, but it's actually just a chunk of the floor. Uh, that is like stuck in uh, in between what was floor, the ground, the rock, the stone, the mountain beneath the arena uh, to wherever it is that you are now. And you kind of get up against it and hold yourself up. Also, my helm emits dim light in a 30-foot radius. Okay. Oh, and at least one undead is. So it only does that if there's a, an undead around? Yeah. But I'm standing now. You are. Okay, well... I'm going to say fire, and the Mesa Smiting is in flames now. 
which emits bright light in a 10-foot radius. Is that something that your that your helmet does? Yes. So if I attack with it, they take 1d6 extra fire damage as well. Gotcha. Cool. OP. There is lots of dust and debris and things, and it's still it, things have not settled just yet. You can hear the sound of yelling and screaming muffled in the direction that you're facing, which we assume is toward the center of the thing. But as of right now, you don't see anyone. And as a few moments pass, the dust clears. You do see someone. Well, around 30 feet away from you. Just outside the light, uh, as the dust finally, as everything starts to finally settle down and the dust begins to fall, you see someone sitting probably 35, 40 feet away from you on what looks like a piece of stone. And he is holding a great axe in one hand, and his face is obscured behind a solid steel mask. Flat? Yes. He gonna die today, boy. Chris. Yes. Falling. I am falling. You're hearing yelling, but it's all so loud. It's just, it's just, just pandemonium in your, in your ears. You feel your shoulder crash against a piece of rock. Little flecks of things hitting you in the face. You take four bludgeoning damage. Oof. Ow. But then you hit uh, against something hard and solid, and when you do, your body kind of like starts rolling. You're rolling down like sort of like a slide of an incline, and then you land like on a flat surface, and there's a boom as a giant chunk of rock falls right where you were just at, barely missing you. At the same time, Claren, Mogert, the same thing has happened to you, both of you guys. You're rolling, you're moving, you're falling. You can hear people yelling and screaming, Mogert, you take four bludgeoning damage. Same thing for Claren. Y'all all take four bludgeoning damage as rocks and different things are crashing against your body, hitting you. Miraculously, you fall and slide in, in a similar place. Uh, it, you, it's, it's very hard to see, but you can hear screaming. But then you land on something solid, and you can just hear crashing and booming all around you. Now, you've all got dark vision, right? Yes. So you can see enough to know. It's very clouded. It's very difficult to see. But you can see enough to, to know that literally chunks of the mountain are falling around you guys. And you can also hear the sounds of yelling and screaming in the distance just under this cacophony of just booming and crashing and earth shattering and finally things slow down quiet down a bit you check yourself out you feel you stand up and you are on somewhat of a flat surface you can still hear some rock rolling and some crumbling and some some like rumbling but things have finally settled down there's dust everywhere you're coughing your your lungs and your mouth are full of this just gravelly junk right mm-hmm. and uh all three of you roll me a perception check I got a 17. Okay, Chris? 21. All right, I see that. That's pretty Dang good. Boy. Oh, I rolled, I rolled an 8 plus 9. Everybody get over a 12? Mm-hmm. Okay. Here. You all three hear a muffled cry up ahead of you. Sounds like someone screaming pain. And then a... Help! Help somebody! Somebody help me! It's Roberto! Does it sound like Roberto? It does. It's hard to say, but it, it, it could be Roberto. Did you hear that? So... You guys aren't, like, right next to each other, so you don't know if, if you're in the same place. So we don't know each other's... You don't okay. know that you're all okay. there. It's hard... For, you can barely see right now because of all the dust. You, you hear that sound, though. What do you do? Each of you. Clarence! <clears throat> Chris! Kjorg! Both of you hear her crying out. I start moving to the noise. 
Anyone? Over here. <coughs> I'm gonna go that toward where I think they are. Is somebody there? <laughs> yeah. I think my legs. I think my legs are broken. I'm gonna go toward whichever one I feel like is the closest. It sounds like Clarence closer than okay. who you would assume to be Roberto. So I'm gonna run toward Clarence's voice. Okay, you're moving in that way. It's still hard to see. There's a lot of junk on the floor. You kind of have to watch your step. You know what I'm saying? You run into like a giant boulder. And you have to go around it. And you're, but you, do y'all keep talking to each other? What's Chris doing? Chris would be moving towards the sound of the man screaming. Uh-huh. And also calling out, Mogert! Claren! Over here! Okay, it sounds like Chris's voice is coming closer to the direction as Roberto's. Claren's off to the side. You're moving toward Claren. Claren, are you moving toward Mogert? Yeah. You know, you're moving toward each other. You finally kind of get up close, and you you see him. So, Mogert, you find Claren. Someone's screaming over there. <sighs> and I heard. So, so I'm going to run toward where I thought that voice came okay. from. Okay. It's difficult terrain. You're moving at half your speed. Yeah. You're making your way in that direction. Same thing. You going with her, Claren? Yeah. And okay. I heard Chris. You hear Chris. Chris is coming from the from like the opposite side of where he is. He's moving toward uh, the direction of the the cry. You you all can hear what sound like other muffled cries and yells, but they sound either far off or you can barely hear them. You know what I'm saying? There's just a lot of noise still. You all finally make it to like the central part of this area where you're all at. And there is a giant boulder. You can see it like a big chunk, like like ripped off of like the inside of what would have been the arena floor. And you can't see Roberto, but you can hear him yelling out, and it seems like he's coming from under it. Okay. But you see it like off. You're probably still 30 or so feet away from it. You can hear him. You're getting up closer to it. You start to head toward that boulder, but at that moment, you hear another sound. It's like a crackling of electricity, a crackling of power of some kind. And right in front of the boulder, it's hard to see, but you see this black portal open up. Let's rock! And stepping out of it comes the falcon. No. A tiefling, who you know to be Alina Feylot. And a dwarf with pale, lifeless eyes. And they step out right between where the three of you converge, between you all and that big stone, looking in your direction. And the tiefling says... Fancy meeting you all here. Yeah. <laughs> and then you hear... Somebody! Oh, no. And she looks back. The portal disappears. And with a wave of her hand, the rock lifts up off the ground. And when it does, you see Roberto laying there. Oh, th- thank goodness! Help me! Somebody help me! So I'm going to try to run over there. I'm going to run over, like, charge. You're going to charge him? Yeah. You charge toward them and she holds up a hand you hit a solid wall she's about to drop that rock on her Roberto and I'm gonna cry she looks at the falcon <laughs> isn't that one of your old companions and the falcon like he kind of looks a little bit pale but he just gives a little nod and she looks at Orok and Orok doesn't say anything the dwarf about the time Mogert that you hit that wall uh, your hammer is in your hand the other two. Are the other two trying to do anything? We see her hit the wall, or at least I see her hit the wall, and I'm like... Chris. I had an idea, but it requires two spells, so I don't think I could do it. Okay. This is all happening very quickly. It's not like she's kind of standing yeah. there looking at yeah. you all. I mean, yeah. I know we're taking time. 
But she looks at Orok, and when she does, he walks over and, and just takes the spiked hammer in his hand and immediately, just in a full-body swing above his head, brings it down on Roberto's head. Roberto! Oh, I'm mad. Mogert's so mad right now! <laughs> Does Mogert rage? Yes, Mogert rages. The tiefling is holding her hand out with the wall of force. She brings her hand back down. I think it's about time that we dealt with you three. You took the words right out of my mouth. Shall we? We shall. Let's roll initiatives. Mogert's just gonna run. Let's roll initiatives. Oh, yes. Everybody's <laughs> rolling initiatives. I got 21. <laughs> I'm going last. I got a five. <laughs> oh man, I'm so mad. Alright. It just killed Roberto. There was literally nothing. Oh! I know, as soon as I heard his voice and he said there's a rock on him, I was like, oh crap. 25. Jeez. Oh boy, that's high. Claren. 20. That was actually a natural 20 plus 5. Jorg. So I see him st- uh, there? You see him sitting there. Jorg hates that guy. He makes a finger gun at him. <laughs> and. <laughs> A diamond is destroyed from the helmet. Oh, he went straight for the diamond. Prismatic spray. Eight multicolored rays will have flash in your hand. Each Roll ray is in a different color and has a different power purpose. Roll a D8. Find out what it is. Make a dexterity saving throw for each target. Did you take half on a fail? Uh, Yeah, it also depends on... Okay, go ahead and roll the Because there's a couple of... Roll the D8. Let's see what it is real quick. Two. Two. Which is... Acid. Damage. six. Uh, he succeeds. He got a 22. Dang it. Shoo. So roll me 10d6s, and this is acid damage. Yes. You point toward him, he immediately gets up really quickly and goes to tuck and roll out of the way. Uh, but you fire a burning bright orange light at him, uh, and it just starts to burn his skin, but he's dodging. So did you roll the, the madge? 41. Woo-wee. So we take 20 damage. That's just for that diamond? That's pretty good. Yes. So he moves hard and quick to the side, but uh, not quick enough to, for it to miss as it hits him burning at his skin. And he says, I see no time for words, champion. No words, only fight. Then let us see who is the best among us. Once and for all, he runs toward you, holding in his hands this great axe that has a skull crafted into the metal. It's like flat on one side like a hammer, big, giant bladed on the other end. Big axe. And he's going to bring it axe side down toward you. Uh, here comes the first one. Okay, what is your armor class? 20. Wow. <laughs> baby. The first one's a miss. Uh, but as quickly, I mean, just real quickly, he uh, he swings again towards you. Second one is a 22. Dang, boy. So second one's going to hit you. 12 slashing damage as his axe slashes across you. Okay. Okay. Now, we go to Alina Faylot. She looks around at the three of you. She has lowered her hand from the wall that she had summoned, and she is going to now raise both hands towards you and cast 
a spell. Let's see. Claren and Mogert, I need oh. you to make a constitution saving throw. <laughs> so 18. 18. Eight. So you got an eight. Oof. Not great. So she holds up her hands, and this blast of cold air, cold energy, basically, comes firing out toward the two of you. 35 cold damage for Claren. You might want to uncanny dodge that. Take half. Yeah. Half of that would be 17, and which is a lot less than 35. Yeah, and then she can take a little more off. Five. Take away seven. So, so ten. You take ten damage. Wow, so I, that's a lot. It's a better. lot that's, better than what it was. Yeah. <laughs> so that's this round. So yes. I can't use it again. Yeah, and you take seventeen damage. Me? Yes. <laughs> yes, finally. And now it is Mogert's turn. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I've got this other hammer. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I'm gonna use it because I got my turtle rock in my hand, but could I throw Turtle Rock and then grab this hammer? So you, to get the hammer, you gotta crush that thing. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yep. Okay, so I would aim toward her just mm-hmm. out of anger. Mm-hmm. So I would throw my Turtle Rock at her and then as it's thrown, crush that thing and come down with that ice hammer and hit her with my second. Okay, you can give that a shot. Go throw the Turtle Rock first. I like this. I'm really trying, y'all. I'm really... Oh, gosh. Jeez. Okay, so that is a nat one. Oh, mm, no. That's awful. Oh, my. Yikes. This is not a good time to be rolling that once. That's I think bad. it's a one. You don't have inspiration, do you? I do have an inspiration. if you have an inspiration, now might be the time. I mean, we're in finale, baby. Okay, I'll use Because that nat one's going to hurt you because it's going to end your turn. So you can use inspiration? I'll use it. I don't know how to unclick it. I got it. it. I'll do it. So I just roll it again. Wow. Roll it again. Okay, that's not much better. That's 4 plus, plus 12. Okay. 4 so plus 12. 16. So 16. Uh, 16 will not hit. Okay. But uh, it wasn't in that one. Yeah. So Total Rock misses her, but you're running forward. Yeah. Crush the thing. Crush the thing. Swing again. Swing with the ice hammer. Two-handed. Oh, my goodness. Oh, gosh. I don't know what its plus is. It's 17. Okay, 17. 17 hits. (laughs) So, uh, bring the hammer down. That's 2d6 plus 7. Bring the hammer down. Bring that hammer down, ball. That's 9 plus 7. Okay, so that's 16. 16 damage with the cold... uh, you bring hammer. the hammer down hard. It appears in your hands. Yeah, it's, it's cold in your hands. Not uncomfortably cold, but cool. And you bring it swinging down toward her, and you crash it into her. And uh, she, it, you don't look like she enjoys it. I'll say it like that. Now, Mogert, is that the end of your turn? Yes. Claren. Ah! Mogert runs up and smashes the hammer down on that lady. You happen to see standing next to her dear old dad. His eyes are trailed and locked on you. Daddy. Hello, son. Told you not to come here. We have to keep doing this. <coughs> this will be the last time, I guess. For you. Oh, gosh, that hurt. <laughs> what do you do? Come on, Claire, and hit him. Crush it. I crushed the thing. Crush the thing and get the hook shot? Yeah. yeah. Hook shot appears in your hand. I still haven't got a picture of what this looks like. <laughs> hook shot. So is there anything above me that I can hook to? Yeah, there's a ceiling. Okay. Stuff like that. You know I mean? Like, there's a roof above yeah. you. Yeah. It's all stone, but, I mean, the thing's stuck in... It, it's very powerful. It'll stick in stone. I'm going to shoot it into the stone above me. 
Hey, can I no. do both? Can I use that and my my sword? You're just using this thing to move. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say you can do that. Okay. I'm gonna swing at Dad. Okay. You want to pull you toward him in a hurry and slash at him. Yeah. All right. I'll give you an attack with advantage. Oh, sweet. I kind of want to like. Well, you know what's kind of funny? Actually, you already have advantage because he hasn't had a turn yet. You're an assassin, so you have the assassinate feature, which means yeah. you have advantage. I knew that. So roll with advantage to hit him with your sword. Your plus three sword, I'm assuming. Yeah. Was a do. All right. Roll it again. What was the second one? Ezra. Did you just roll bad, bro? What was it? The second one was a one? Yeah, but you rolled, so you rolled a, a two. you rolled a one and a two. So you got the two, but that means Plus. you only rolled a 13, mm -hmm. which is not going to be enough to hit him, Didn't do unfortunately. So you swing toward him, and uh, he, he, he sees you coming. He steps aside. Uh, you're going to have to do better than that, son. Stepping to the side, he is going to draw his sword and try to bring it up into your ribs. Oh, yeah. mm. What a terrible dude. He's attacking his own son. Oh, yeah. It's not going to be a fun, fun piece of trash. Okay. And it's an 18. Does that hit you? Yeah. Uh, that is going to be nine damage. Okay. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, no. Ooh. Poison. Poison. Man, you need better rolls. So nine plus your con, which is a three, is a 12. You take 12 poison damage. I'm, I'm going to die. The dwarf on the back side of the tiefling. Roberto's dead. <laughs> leans down toward Roberto. Wow. No. No. He puts his hand on Roberto's chest. He's a necromancer. And when he does, there is a strange hum that comes out from him. Oh, my God. And it kind of reverberates all around the room, actually. It's kind of weird. Kind of like echoes off the walls, this weird, like, whispery humming sound. And you all see Roberto sit up. I knew it. Unfortunately, I don't want to be gross, but, like, his face is pretty much gone. Mm. Lovely. And you also hear the sound of something moving around in the rubble all around the place. Oh, no. And with a quick scan, you can see something crawling out of the debris around the room. You can use your helmet. Is it now. Nelly? No, you don't see who or what. You just see something moving. And Roberto ambles forward toward you, Mogert. And he's going to try and attack you a couple times here. He, he is slow moving, but I mean, he, he comes right up to you and he's going to try and attack you. Let's see. The lowest armor class? 16. Yeah, one of them is a hit. One of them is a 17. You take eight bludgeoning damage, which you'll half that. But you take five necrotic damage, which you will not half. Y'all. <laughs> and, uh, Chris, it's your turn. Any undead that starts its turn within, within 30 feet of me takes 1d6 radiant damage. Okay. Just so you know. All right. Chris. Uh, did she lay that boulder back down? Yeah, I meant to say that. I meant to say she she tossed it aside. I'm going to cast a fifth level animate objects. Oh, yes. I'm going to choose that boulder as a huge. Oh, yes. Okay. And huge. then I'm going to choose like just some other like rock as a medium object. If I can oh, do that. I love yes. that spell. Okay. That spell's amazing. I like it. Does that work? Yeah. 
They're inanimate objects. Okay. And then as a bonus action, I can command them. So I'm going to command them both to hit the tiefling. To attack the tiefling. Yes. Sick. Okay, go ahead and roll those attacks for me. You've got their stats and stuff there, right? Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll pull it up here too so I can see it. The medium is a 22. That's a hit. And then the huge is a 26. Oh my goodness, boy. Okay. Both of those are hits, so roll me the damage and tell me like what it is. 2d12, 2d6, plus 5. <laughs> Dang. It's going to be 37 damage. So that's a lot of damage. 37. So as she is like observing everything going on, suddenly these rocks just get up beside her. She observes a slap in the face. It's my boulder now. The big one kind of rolls over and it like sprouts legs, basically, and just <laughs> shambles over toward her and then just like, you know, the, uh, what are those things called? The big stone taluses in, in Breath of the Wild? Oh, How yes. they kind of slam yes. their bodies down? <laughs> yes. That's what it does toward her. Amazing. And she tries to dodge, but it like clips her and sends her flying. And you see blood like trickling down the side of her head where it hit her. And uh, she is not happy about that. Good. Uh, the moment that stone, that big rock hits her and kind of knocks her over, you also all notice the floor kind of shifts a little bit more. No! Mm. Are you kidding me? Nothing happens, but you feel like a like a little rumbling. Same thing for you, Kirk. More of that debris and stuff kind of rolls down the incline. And you feel the floor kind of shifting just a little bit, and then it stops again. We might need that feather fall. Ooh, I don't know if I have that prayer. Oh, no. Kjork, it's your turn. What do you do? I'm gonna, I think I wanna. Okay. Try something. What? I think I wanna howl really loud. You're gonna try and and transform? Yes. You can. I mean, you can transform. Is that what you do? I do that. Wolf boy. All right. You transform. You howl loudly hair grows all over your body. You begin to shift bones crackling and stretching and all that stuff. And you, you get bigger, uh, surprisingly. So big. Black fur with white lines. Is that right? The opposite of Nero. Yes. He has like a black spot somewhere. And you feel as like this heat grows in your chest. And as far as like what it does for you, you can now do a bite and a claw attack. Of course, you know, biting you, you risk the chance of passing on your lycanthropies. And... Also, uh, you feel uh, you had taken some damage, right? Yes, I took some damage. Yeah, that all comes back. Amazing. Oh, yeah. In this moment. I mean, you hadn't lost that much damage. What? Okay, I held How much out. did you lose? <laughs> uh, like 12, 13. Yeah, that all comes back. Dang. You just feel strong. You feel like a strength welling up in your chest. Boss, you need to bite all of us. Boy. You feel it. <laughs> mm. Now what? <laughs> Is that a bonus action? Yes. Okay. Now, I want to swing flaming mace of smiting at his face mask. Go ahead. It's, it's a 17. That hits. Hmm. Let's go. Wow. So that's 12. Okay. Plus 1d6 of fire damage. Okay. 16. Okay. He burns him, smacks that mask, and the mask kind of <laughs> dislodges on his face. It's like pushed to the side. When it does, he quickly reaches up and unlatches it and just lets it fall to the floor. Now what? Now, I want to rip his throat out with my teeth. You want to try to bite him? Okay, go ahead. Roll it. 
15. That is a miss. Mm. You lunge toward him, but he, he's waiting for it now. He's ready, and he brings that, ha that axe over. He doesn't hit you with it, but he, like, blocks it. And you kind of, like, bite onto the hammer end of his axe. Ah. The moment that you, that you do that, and now he's kind of, like, holding you back with his axe, he says, uh, You are full of surprises, aren't you, champion? I have some of my own. And then he lets out this, like, raging yell. And he grows and swells and hunkers down. He stretches out in every direction like this hulking, kind of like gorilla, his arms stretching out. And he just, like, like looming over you. He reaches down, and he is going to try and grab you. Okay? Mm. I need you to make me a, I guess we'll call this, like, a contesting strength here. Athletics check. Let's go with that. Okay. 27. Holy crow. It's like an 18? Yeah, 18 plus 9, baby. Okay. This is good. I think you're probably going to beat him. He's got a... Yeah. He got an 18. So... Or no, a dirty 20. That's still not enough. <laughs> so you're you're able to kind of like wrench free of it as he tries to grab you. And then he yells out and roars, and he is going to swing at you with his axe. Weak as ever, I see. That is a dirty 20 to hit you. And my AC is a 20. So that hits. All right. So that is 15 slashing damage. And then he reaches down and tries to bite you. Oh, we're playing the biting game now, huh? Okay. That is a 23. That's a hit. Okay. Oh, my gosh. You're going to take some damage. Uh, so you take 14 piercing damage as he bites down on your shoulder. Then <clears throat> he turns and tries to bound away from you. Are you trying to take an opportunity attack with your mace? Yes, I am. Uh, okay. yes. Swing it. 23. That's a hit. Roll me the damage. Beautiful. That's nine plus five fire damage. Takes that. It is the tiefling's turn. It would be. Hate that. She's upset at having been hit. She doesn't like having been hit. Blame the rocks, not the guy who controls yeah. them. Yeah, is she mm. mad at Chris or is she mad at Moger? <laughs> uh, hey, how about she hit that huge boulder because it has 80 HP, so <laughs> let her smack <laughs> on that for a little bit. Oh, man. I want this tiefling dead. First thing that's going to happen, she is going to reach over with her hand and try to grab you by the neck, Mogert. Is it like strength? Is it strength test? Is it? Is it? Can I just? Oh, what a natural twenty right there! Oh, mm. stop using wormwood dice on me. That's ridiculous. Gosh. This isn't good. Is she casting a spell? No. She puts her hand on her neck, and when she does, she digs into the flesh on your neck with her fingernails. Mm, that's not good. Oh my gosh! What the heck? And you take five. Plus four non-piercing damage, which you take half of that, right? Which is oh, that's really good so take, for now. Take, Twenty though. Take five. <laughs> uh, that's not all of it. Oh, I was gonna say that. That's not gonna. Be I was it. like, I didn't know if he was just doing this for flair or. Fifteen necrotic damage pulses into your neck, mm. and when that happens, your maximum hit points drop by fifteen. So you lose 15 hit points, but also your your actual hit point Ooh. max drops that much, which I don't isn't. Know how to fix that. I'll take care of it for you, but uh, it's not. I mean, it's not that bad. You know, you still got over 100 maximum hit points. That was a legendary action. She just sucked life out of you. 
Then, Felicia, she uh, while she's got her hand still on you, she does cast a spell. Are you gonna, are you trying to cast a counter spell? Yeah. Counter spell. Okay. Oh. So read. So how does it work? Tell me what it works. So you attempt to interrupt a creature in the process of casting a spell. Mm-hmm. If the creature is casting a spell or third level or lower, the its spell fails and has no effect. Okay. If it is casting a spell fourth level or higher, make an ability check using your spellcaster ability. The DC equals 10 plus the spell's level. Okay. You need to make a check. Okay. So it's third level or above? Oh, dang, boy. It is. You better hope he count us. Plus my spellcasting modifier, so... What's your spellcasting mod? You gonna roll it? That's a nat 20. Oh. I see it. It's 20. Well, you stopped it. She was gonna get use, wrecked. Noob. She casts a spell, but the moment it tries to come out, you, you spot it and you you manage to stop it somehow. I will gladly take a nat twenty on saving Mogert from getting hit. She don't like that. You just made her mad. So, oh no, dude, that was about to be bad because it was a least level four. Yeah, it was yeah. probably a level five. That would have hurt. It was higher than that. Or a six. Yeah, probably <laughs> level nine. Add one more. Try level was... twenty. <laughs> Disintegrate. Paul is looking deeply into his notes, and that scares me. Yes, y'all. Because now he wants a way to try to kill me. He's like, how many yeah. legendary actions can I take per turn? She's going to use... Uh, can I have a legendary action? I just need to know what Can the, you just stop being the DM, please? She's actually going to use a uh, an ability to twin this spell. A javelin. Ooh. Are you kidding me? And the other one's coming at you, Chris. To what? Twin Ooh. it? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a new round. I could protect him. So he's not actually going to be taking any. Damage. Okay, I just was. Um, I'm ready. He's just going to be dying. I need you to make a Constitution saving throw, Chris. I'm not good at those. These are mine. Apparently, seven. Wowzer. She speaks a word, and this magic stops before it can affect Mogert. But it, it like comes towards you. This this word, and when you hear it, suddenly, Chris, your entire body is racked with intense, crippling pain. Nice. Can't think straight. Can't hardly. You feel like your your mind is going to explode with just this pain that is racking your entire body. You have disadvantage on attack rolls, ability checks, saving throws, oh other than con saves. Okay. If you try to cast a spell, you have to first succeed on a Constitution saving throw, or it fails and the spell is wasted. A target suffering this pain can make a Constitution saving throw at the end of each of its turns. On a successful save, the pain ends. This is power word pain. Oh. You're trapped with a bunch of disadvantages, except for con saves, until you can succeed one. It's crazy. And with that, it oh. is now Mogert's turn. And by the way, when this is happening, y'all keep hearing this sound. It's like a boom sound, like a really loud boom sound. And then the like, debris will fall, and there's like dirt and rocks and things falling around, and the ground will shake. Okay, so did I figure out what that vial of stuff that I got from the Marcos cave was? I know what it is. I think that we, yeah, I think that uh, Juniper told you what it was. Okay, well, it's a potion of invisibility. So can I take that as a bonus action? But here's, here's my question. How does that work? When you drink it, you become visible for one hour. Anything you wear or carry is invisible with you. It ends early if you attack someone or cast a spell. So as soon as you do an attack, it will end. Okay. Um, but if I'm invisible, do they have, like, they can't see me or they still get opportunity attacks and things like that? They can't see They can't see me. <laughs> okay. I want to make my way to Claren invisibly. Okay. And do what? Put my necklace on him. 
to give him some extra HP. Okay. So you're going to spend your bonus action to take the potion and your action to put the necklace on Claren. Yes. Okay. You can do that. Yeah, that's going to freak me I out. I know that sounds stupid, but like... No, you can do that. We don't need to die, and he's not going You put it on Claren? That's what it'll be, and I'll I'll move right in the middle of Claren and Falcon in that area. You're right there by them. Like They're like, they're like right oh, they're from each other. Them. They're like okay. five feet. I want to be right, right there. You can be right there with them. Okay. But All I'm right. invisible still. Claren, it's your turn. You now have a necklace on. What the heck? <laughs> I mean, you, you saw Mogart disappear. Yeah, I got it. And then you, the necklace is on you, so you, you you know she's put it on you. Doesn't he have to like, say something to activate it or no, something like that? He just grabs it. Okay, and then what does it do? Am I up in his business again? You're within five feet. Yeah, he's right in your face. Eleven temporary hit points. Okay, I'll put them on there for you. Yay. It's cast with a bonus action. Short sword plus three. So that's 16. Dangle. 16. That hits. Yeah. You hit it. Yeah. Roll with sneak attack because she's with you. Roll uh, your damage. Oh, I did something so, else and I forgot. Sneak attack. <laughs> so it's going to be roll 1d6 plus 5d6. So 66s. 15. 15 plus your bonus, which is a plus 7. So 22 damage. Nice. Okay. He tries to dodge when you go to stab him, uh, but you still get him. And he says, son, are we really going to stand here and stab each other over and over again? Hit him with the chair. You keep coming over here. I told you to leave. I tried. I tried to get you to leave. I don't want to kill you. Then help us defeat them. <laughs> what, what? He slashes at you with his sword. So that is a 16. Does that hit you? Meets it. Okay. You take 11 slashing damage. And I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Can I do my shield on him? Yeah. Would that take away my invisibility? I have to read it and look. He actually rolled really low. You only take eight poison damage. It ends early if you attack or cast a spell. Roberto. Oh, no. Shambles over toward you, Chris, because you're the closest one to him now, and he's going to try and attack you. Uh Uh-oh. Yes. Fifteen. You. Miss. Both of them were lower, 15 or lower. So he attacked twice and missed both times. Noise. Um, he misses. You feel something come up and grab your foot. <gasps> Me? You look down. There's a someone who has obviously been reanimated, and they're trying to grab you and hurt you, Chris. Eleven. Miss. Another one does it. I wish eleven oh was here. Oh my Another gosh. one. Eleven could do more damage than any of us. It's a nineteen. Can I cast shield? You can if you want to. It's a miss. Okay. Another one shows up from the other side and is oh shambling toward Clarence. I'm about to shamble. That is a 15. Does that That's miss you? That's a miss. Thank okay. you. Another one appears shambling toward Clarence. This is also a miss. Get out of here. One more. Get out. Mm. It's a natural one. Yes. The other one comes towards you, and you see it coming. It's moving so slow, you have an opportunity to make an opportunity attack. It slice it. its head off. We'll make the attack. 15 plus whatever that is. That's a hit. If just you roll, can't roll tell, the Ezra is stressed to the max. <laughs> he really is. He roll knocked, damage. He knocked roll. all his dice to one side no, no, of the dice tray. You hit him, so roll your damage. Okay. 1d6. Thank you. I am. He's rolled on Four. it. He's rolled right. on every platform. Four plus your modifier, <laughs> which is what? A plus. The plus seven. Okay, so 11 damage. Yeah. Die. Okay. On this guy. He doesn't die. All right. Oh, my God. Let me dice in my dice tray. <sighs> 
set them out. There's a zombie that just tried to attack you, and you, you yeah, slashed it. I did. And you turn, you're, you're slashing, you see these things coming toward you from other direction, and all of a sudden you turn, and there is the dwarf, and he is right in front of you. Okay. He reaches out, and he puts a hand on your chest. Mm. And he... Is he coming near me? Yeah, he's right next to you. I'm just saying I'm right there, so yeah. whenever there's something I can do, I'm going to stink and do it. Does a 19... Actually, no, that's a 21. Does does the 21 hit? Does it? You answer. You already used your uncanny dodges turn two, didn't you? If you would take the flipping name Claren out of your lips, I would be really highly appreciated. <laughs> well, right now you're the closest one to him. Mogert's invisible, so he doesn't know where she is. And Chris is over there surrounded by like four zombies. Uh, it's a hit. It's a fourth level spell of inflict wounds. Well, if he does any, if he so, does forty-one damage, well, I'm, I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll on here so you can see it. Gosh. You take thirty. I'm sorry. Take away. Mm. You Spirit take thirty-two. Shield. She's gonna hold on. She's gonna shield some of it. Why am I here? <laughs> he uses inflict wounds Why are we on still you. Still here. Take away twelve. Okay, Just so suffer. you take twenty necrotic damage. Mm. That was a good spirit shield. Literally, a, just a big gash yeah. in your chest appears underneath his hand, just like almost shaped like a hand, and it just digs into your flesh. Mm. Oh, that's awesome. I appear. Oh, yeah. Mogert appears. Chris. Yeah. Okay, so there's two small ones, mm-hmm. Roberto, right. on me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to poison spray one of the small ones. Mm-hmm. So here is my con save for the spell. It's a 15. With the power word pain, I was supposed to make a con yeah. save before I could do anything. That does not succeed. Oh, we didn't roll a d20. Mm. So it, it fails. Okay, I'm going to use another poison spray on it. That's a 19. That succeeds. You're using it on what? So you can do the spell. What are one you of using? the small ones one on one me. One of the little ones? Okay. Uh, poison spray. Yeah. So it's a con 17 from Nilm. It's a failure. It takes 14 damage. Okay. 14 damage. Yes. Now make me a con save to see if you can break free of the pain. We're breaking free. Before that, I'm mm-hmm. going to bonus action to okay. control my rocks. <laughs> okay. Did you roll um, the attacks and the damage? So huge one is 19, medium one is 16. Okay. 19 hits, 16 does not. It's going to be 24 damage. Gone, boy. That is a big hit, I have to say. That's mm-hmm. a big hit. Mm-hmm. I hate her with everything in me. I'm sorry. Don't we all? It's okay. But with a moment that she feels the slam of this other one coming at her again, she looks really ticked off. Mm. Also, my con save is only a 10, so I think I'm still You're still in pain. You sure are. She appears next to you. Beautiful. That will be enough. And she places a hand around your neck. Oh, man, I felt that. That is a 21. Hmm. I'm going to react with shield. Uh, my armor class is an 18. That'll add plus 5, so 23. Gone. That's large. Okay. So that is a miss. She does not look happy about that. Magic. She looks real, real, really, 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 really ticked off. Magic. Kjorg. Yes. There's a really loud boom, and the ground shakes again beneath your feet. More debris rolls and falls. I don't like that. Me neither. So you hear that loud boom. He is ba- He's run away from you. And he kind of does a wide swing, and he runs full speed towards you. Oh. And he is going to try and do a charging attack on you. That's cheating. Uh, I think he is. like a 28. Yeah, that's a hit. A 28? 
11 slashing damage on you. Okay. But now he's in your range again, and it's your turn. Hmm. Well, that was interesting. I think I'm about to pop out four arms. So will they be cure arms, or will they be lycanthropy arms? They're hairy. Oh, they're hairy. You pop four arms? I do it. Do it. From under my arms comes two extra arms. It's claws. Mm-hmm. And I will take the Mogador and smash it right on his head. Okay. Roll it. Oh, my gosh. That's a 27. That's a hit. That's 12 damage. Just 12 bludgeoning damage? Yes. And I swing again. Okay. With the Mogador. All right. That's a 28. That's a hit. That is 18 damage. Dang, baby. It's a big hit. And I use my extra, extra attack and swing with the Mace of Smiting. Okay. You're wailing on him. Yeah, boy. Hit him again. That's <laughs> uh, a 17. Heat it up. <laughs> that is a miss. Ah! But something you notice. It's like every time you hit him, it's like he gets a little bit bigger. <gasps> no! Can't put the Hulk in the That's D&D. not fair. It's the Hulk. Every time you hit him, it's like he just like swells just a little bit. You're, you're stupid. And <laughs> you pop those extra arms and, and you hit him. The second time you hit him... He roars at you, and then when you swing, he dodges, and he he does he jumps, he leaps. What if I wanted to use my action surge? Uh, go ahead. Uh, he leaped. Not if you're going to use your action surge. I won't. I won't have him leap yet. Oh, okay. It's going to be his turn. And I'm just going to I'm going to attack him twice again with the Mogador. Okay, go ahead. Give me both of them. The Mogador. Gets- That's a 19, which is a crit. That's baby. a crit, yeah. baby. Yeah, boy. Oh, That's dang, a lot of boy. damage. That's going to be a lot. We need that. So, okay. Six, five, five, another six. Okay. So two sixes, two fives. Okay, so that's 12 plus 10 is 22. Plus six is the bonus. 28. Plus 2d8, you say? Yes. That's nine. Okay, so that's 37, right? And what about the savage attack? Did we already do that? Nope, I was trying to look for it. Uh, roll one more d6. Three. So 40 damage. That would have killed me. Gosh, bro. Get wrecked, noob. You absolutely unleash on him. Just blow after blow after blow. But every time you hit him, he gets bigger. But there is blood. There is blood rolling freely down his, his jaw. Like he, he's bleeding. He is. I'm going to make him bleed out. He's looking angry. He is hurting. I'm going to attack again. So one more attack? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's 17, so that's a miss. That is a miss. So, bloody. Look, I mean, he's, he's dead. He roars. I mean, he is just swelling. Like, you can see the veins pulsing. He looks, like, uncomfortably large. He has almost doubled in size. Like, he's getting huge. He leaps into the air, and he is going to bring the axe crashing down towards mm. you. But as he does, you look up, you see the axe head turn black. Oh. You see his eyes turn black. I don't like that. And he brings it, I mean, as I mean, it is, it's frightening as he's coming down towards you, or at least it would be for a normal human, for a normal person. And uh, let's see what happens. He rolls a natural 20. No! No! Are you serious? All right. 
13 plus 6. So you take 19 slashing damage. And you take 16 necrotic damage. I'm going to use my reaction okay. to use my arm defense. That is 10. Okay, so take 10 away from that. We'll take it off the slashing. So it's 9 slashing and 16 necrotic. And I need you to make me a constitution saving throw. Or no, I'm sorry, a strength saving throw. 15. You get knocked down by it. It crushes you to the ground. Mm. And when it does, you're going to take some more damage. When you hit the ground, you take 22 bludgeoning damage. What? Oh. From falling down? No, it's not that you fall down. The axe hits you and that cuts you and makes it necrotic. But when it hits you, it knocks you off your feet and slams you into the ground. <gasps> and the slam knocks you down and you take that damage. And you go flying five feet away from him, so now you're ten feet away from him. He cheated. He leaps again. I'm gonna die. It's a natural one. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Are you serious? Which one? Uh, it was the green one. I, I, it was the green one. So there the Zelda's go. eyes yeah. got I, you a 20. There we go. It's a natural one. What? So he he he, le- he leaps up towards you. He falls off the cliff. He leaps up towards you, <laughs> and he comes crashing down towards you. He's going to try and hit you. When he does, his feet slip because the moment his feet <laughs> land on the ground, the whole floor tremors hard, and you hear a loud boom and a roar, and both of you go sliding toward the edge of the floor again because now it's turned up hard into a steep incline. Amazing. And I need you to roll a saving throw. Strength or dexterity saving throw to try and catch yourself. He's going to do the same thing. 16. You got like a 24. So both of you are able to grab a hold of something to keep from falling off. Meanwhile, back on the other side, uh, the same roar and the boom, you guys hear that. And when you do, debris and rock falls in around you guys. And you see light trickling through and you look up. And the head of a giant white dragon okay, looks better. down inside. Nice. When that occurs, the tiefling curses under her breath, turns on her foot, and starts flying upward, blasting a spell toward the dragon. And she goes through the hole and is gone. The hole is open now, though, and you can all see light trickling down through. Uh, but I do need all of you to make dexterity saving throws. I got a 19. Literally makes me want to cry. Okay, so everybody that got over a 16 takes half. 27. I rolled a 19. 14 (laughs) damage. So you take 7. You take 7. Chris, you're going to take 14. Mogert, it's your turn. So feeling pretty good about the dragon. Mm -hmm. Um, Dwarf guy sitting right there. Yeah. He's the one that's nearest and the falcon. So I'm going to go after the dwarf guy with the two-handed hammer of wind. Do it. So that is a 17 plus 12. On the dwarf? Yeah. That's a hit. 6 plus 8 plus 3. 6 plus 8 is 14 plus 3 is 17. Yep. So 17 damage. To the dwarf. And then I'm going to do it again right at him. Do it. Right as I'm swinging. Do it. I want to say, and you were a son of Dervetter. That was a net one. No, Oof. it's a 7. Woo. Okay. That's not a 1. So 7 plus 12. That's 19. Okay, that's a hit. 6 plus 8 plus 3. 14 plus 3, 17 again. 17 damage again. Okay. Is that the end of your turn? Yep. Coming down out of the hole now in the ceiling comes someone you recognize. It's a humanoid figure. 
wearing blue robes with silver lining. He's got whitish, silvery hair, and he looks to be like the perfect specimen of a human being. He lands lively on his feet right in front of you and then reaches forward his hand and puts it on the dwarf's chest and says, Be gone. When he does, he casts Banishment. He makes a... Oh! He rolls a natural one. Oh, wow. Holtmankel banishes the dwarf. But when he does so, he only banishes half of it. What? The other half stays behind. Man, you killed him. <laughs> what half? The lower half. <laughs> so his legs are just sitting there. His upper half is gone. His lower half is there. His lower half falls over. <laughs> the moment that that happens, the undead around you also fall. Oh, my god! Oh, thank you, because I was not about to beat up Roberto and kill him again. At that moment, though, you all hear the sound of a ear-piercing roar. And Hope and Kel's neck snaps upward, looking up like in fear. And then he, without a word, takes off. Wings spread out of his back, he flies up through the hole, and you can see through the hole as he just turns into his full draconic form. Claren, your dad is standing right there. Oh, gosh, I hate him. Now what? What do you mean, now what? <laughs> They're not here. You, <clears throat> you think just because a dragon showed up, suddenly it's all going to be okay? <laughs> I don't think you understand what Alina is capable of. No, but you're not Alina, so mm. just go away. Let's be done with this, son. Exactly. Go away. Let us deal with this. What do you do? It's your turn. So I'm going to try to heal it when I can. Is that what you're doing right now? Yeah. As I'm talking to him, I'm going to pop a potion of superior. 23 plus 8 is 31. Yay! So as I'm talking, I'm going to drink that. This is much better. Now, I'm going to go over here with them. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. And I'm just going to walk away from him. He's going to try and stab you. Okay. Oh, God. 14. <laughs> That's a miss. Plus. Oof. It's like a 22. <laughs> <laughs> give, give me 14. It's a miss. Got plus. Got it's a plus. Yeah, it's a, it's a 23, actually. Oh. Maybe a constitution saving throw. That's an 18. Plus, like, 9 or whatever the heck it is. It's plus 3. 3. So, Sorry. 21. <laughs> Everything else I got is like a plus seven, plus Close nine. Close enough. Close, Close enough. <laughs> Nine's three. Okay, so you take seven slashing damage. And you're going to take half of this. Ten, sixteen, it's twenty. So you take ten poison damage. Plus the seven? Can I uncanny dodge that? Because I mean, I you just can. got hit points back. You can. He starts he's breathing heavy. Who? The, this dude? Son. I can't. I can't stop it. So, run. Run away from me, son. I'm trying. You stabbed me. You, you move your full speed. <laughs> Where do you go? What do you do? I take the, the shooty duty. See if I can get out of the hole. Okay, you're going to try to get up to the top there? Yeah, because I'm useless down here. <laughs> okay, you blast it up there. You're climbing up the top of the hole. It's his turn. Are you standing right next to him? Yes, I, I am. You see him, like, shaking all over. The falcon? Yeah, he, like, coughs. <coughs> this black stuff comes out of his mouth. He turns, he looks towards you. You should leave. You don't want to be here. And he reaches back and he grabs an arrow. He knocks the arrow and he points it toward Claren. Now, because you're next to him, you impose disadvantage. 
on the attack. Okay, roll. I like that. I like that. So he rolled a 17. Does that hit you? Oh my god! Like, what are you? What are you trying to accomplish here? Yeah, it hits He's me. He's just trying to Can kill I, you. Please get away with. <laughs> I know. He's trying to kill you. You take 10 piercing damage. When do you I want me to roll? I need you to make a Constitution saving throw. You're gonna want to. You can go ahead and roll now if you want to. Okay. 14. Plus three is a 17. Yeah. Take away 12. Whatever. That fails, unfortunately. The arrows are different. Oh my gosh. So it's gonna drop you to zero, right? Take away yeah. 12. Take away 12. That's 30. Mm, I'm at six. Okay, so it doesn't drop you to zero. Oh gosh. Oh wait. Plus. Ball. <laughs> oh my God. Plus what you had from the first I'm one. I'm trying everything. Which I was can. seven. So I'm, I'm maxing this out. 30, right. It's 37. Does that drop you? Yeah. Then I fall from the hole and break my neck, and I'm dead completely. Okay, don't fall from the hole. You do fall from the hole. Yeah. I want to catch it him. It doesn't kill you. Oh. But it's going to give you one death failure because you'll take bludgeoning damage from the fall. Mm. So you have one death failure. You still have two more to take. You look at him, Mogert. You, you see him. He he looks. He's twitching all over. This stuff is coming out of his nose, his ears, his mouth. His eyes have gone black, and he seems almost unresponsive. He looks at me, Paul. He and look there's at you. blue till glowing light coming from my <laughs> eyes because okay. I'm furious. Okay. What do you do? Oh, I get to do something. Yeah. Claren falls from the hole and he lands, kind of with a sickening sound right in front of you. I'm going to run up with my two-handed hammer of winter, and I'm going to hit the falcon, or whatever he has become. Go ahead. So 15 on the first one to hit. That's a miss. Okay. 22 on the second one. That's a hit. 21 damage on that second one. Okay. 21 damage. You hit him really hard. He does not seem to react to it. He's like shuddering. He's kind of like twisting around. He, he turns, he looks at you and he's like, he's like grunting and like bearing down like as if he's trying to overcome whatever's coming out of him right now. And his eyes sort of clear up a little bit and he looks at you and he says, you gotta kill me. Kill me. You're not making it easy. He takes a sword, he holds up to his chest, he says, kill me now, kill me. Can Come I on, kill me, do it. Can I do Don't it? wait. Do I wanna, it. I wanna do push it. the sword through his chest. Do it. And kill I wanna me. just hit it with my hammer. Give it a shot, I'm gonna give you advantage. I got a 12 plus 12. It's 24. It hits. 24. Okay. Roll your damage. 24. Plus all the poisons. I mean, that's that's over 60 damage with the poison. That's a lot of damage. (laughs) The sword goes into his chest. (laughs) Then when it does, just this sound comes out of him. And he slumps down onto his knees. And this black stuff comes pouring out of the wound on his chest. He pulls himself forward, struggling forward toward his son. And he gets just right over to him. Like he's trying to speak, but he can't. And then he falls face down with his head on Claren's chest. I run over to Claren and I give him a potion. I mean, I've got a... Yeah, you you administer a health potion. Claren, Claren. You need to wake up. We need you. So that is 44s. Claren, you're going to get some health here, and you will be immediately awake. You get 8 plus 4, 12 hit points. Whoa. Well, you are alive. So 12 hit points come back into you, Claren. You take breath. You wake up. <clears throat> Claren, he, he helped us. 
the end, he he helped you. So now that the lady has flown up, am I still in pain? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Go ahead and make me a saving throw. We'll see what happens. 21. That is a success. Thank you. Can we get out? Yeah, boy. That's so annoying. Chris, while this is going on, what do you do? I walk up to Claren, and I'm going to pump a fourth level cure wounds into him. Ah, good. I'm going to walk up, put my hand on him. There will be time to grieve later. There's still a fight at hand. 19. Oh, 19. Okay, so you get all that back. Do we see Kjorg now that the hole has opened up up top and shed some light down in it? Y'all don't see Kjorg. You have no idea where Kjorg is. Chris, we need to figure out what that big booming is. Everything starts shaking. The floor is moving. It feels like it's moving under your feet. What do you do? Let's get out of this godforsaken hole. I'm going to where the fight is. Okay, you pew-pew your way out of here. Can I take somebody with me? Zach, can I take Zach with me? No. You don't need to take Zach. He's fine. Oh, he flies. You take Mogert with you. Can I take Mogert? Let's go. I grab her. We've out the hole. Do I need to burn a fly spot to get out, or is it far enough that I can just miss these steps? Yeah, you can make it out with a misty step. Okay, I'll just burn a misty step. Okay, you can get up there onto a ledge. We can see where you can climb out. Okay? All right. Wait, one thing. But before I go, I'm going to leave it all here with him. I put the necklace on his chest. That way it all sinks. Whatever happens, it's gone. Kjork, you're a wolf. You got four arms. Yes. There's this very large creature in front of you. It keeps swelling and sweltering and swelling and swelling. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? I would like to use a bonus action to use my second wind. Okay, go ahead and do that. That is 6 plus 10. 16 hit points back in you. You still feel bad. I'm feeling rough. Oh, yeah. Very bad. bad. He's still standing there. He is. He's huge. He's so big now he almost looks too big it's like he's he's out of balance you know what i'm saying yeah i know exactly what you're saying suddenly that heat in your chest you've been feeling Mm -hmm. it's hotter and hotter and then you can feel this slight it's it's like you're on fire Mm. and you look down and you are oh crap the symbol of Paylor on your chest on that blue shirt, it is literally a flame. And those flames, like they did a couple nights past, start to spread across your body, but it doesn't doesn't hurt you. It's like your fur is fire. <laughs> and you can feel the presence of Paylor. What do you do? I am going to do what I did to Hope and Kel. Which is? Mount him. You're going to jump on his back? I'm going to climb the tree. Okay, so are you using your forearm grappling? Yes, I will use forearm grappling. Uh, make me a strength or athletics check with advantage. Advantage? Yeah, baby. Athletics? Yes. Okay, 15. Wow. With advantage? Yep, the first one was a 2. Let's see. His isn't very good. He's still only got a 13. Wow. Dang, boy. So you managed to grapple him. You you jump up on him and you, like, swing around onto his back? Yes. When you do, he starts howling. I mean, it's like he is, li- he is burning. The fire on your chest and coming off of you is literally like 
searing him. It's burning him. He starts going crazy. He's like swinging up to try to grab you and try to reach him like this great lumbering beast. He starts running around and he is literally, he starts leaping from rock to rock from piece to piece and suddenly the floor, boom, it shakes again. And when it does, another big rock falls out of the ceiling and you can see light trickling through and he takes off bounding toward it and leaps up through this thing. Just make me another athletics check to hold on. Okay, that's uh, 26. Okay, yeah, you hold on no problem. You bound up through this hole. He is like punching back, trying to hit you, but you're holding on. And he bursts through the top of the hole at the same moment that you all do. Now you're up here. The place is in shambles. The arena is crumpled. It's crumbled. It is just a wasteland up here. Here's what you see. A figure. A horned, golden-skinned figure dressed in purple. She is floating above the arena. To one side, there is a great white dragon. The great white dragon is surrounded, what look like probably dozens, of these little impish devils just all over him, just stabbing and biting. He is flipping and swiping and, and doing. Then there is a silver dragon. And the silver dragon is chained to the ground on the other side. And he is flopping and pulling. And when he does, you you hear the, the strength of him slamming against these chains in the ground. And boom, the whole ground shakes, which now you realize it is Hope and Kill trying to break free. And she sees you all come out, and she says, Ah, oh, nice of you to join us up here. I thought I was going to be all alone for the rest of this battle, but you have all come to die. And she raises her hands toward all of you. A Kjork, you come bounding up on Gron's back, and she sees Gron, and he just keeps spinning and flipping, trying to get you off of his back. You three, up there, you look up, and you see her right as she raises her hands towards you. And she is about to blast. You don't know what some kind of new suffering, some new pain on you. And Kjorg, I need you to make me another saving throw, please. When? Or athletics check, rather. 21. Okay, yeah, he beat you on this one. He got a 25. Mm. He flings you off and takes off running away from you. He starts growing. He is it, Now it's almost like the growing is getting out of control. And she is laughing. <laughs> oh, all that you have done. And it's for nothing. He turns, facing you, hulking up, and you hear this monstrous, deep voice come out of him. I will devour you, champion. Then, you all hear this weird sound. It's almost like a weird, strange kind of whining sound. You can't figure out what it is at first, and then your eyes are looking upward, And as they are, you see something in the great crystal ceiling up above you. Something moving through it. It is a deep royal blue. And suddenly, almost like it is swimming through the crystal ceiling, there comes bursting out a great blue dragon. And on its back, there's this suave looking dude in purple robes. No, it's Jim. It's Jim. Hey! Let's go! We needed something. Help us, buddy. Help us. Help us. It's the savior of our people. Swimming down through this crystal ceiling, magically, comes a great blue dragon with a suave-looking half-elf on his back wearing a purple robe with eyes all over it. Hmm. Y'all don't know who this is. 
But me and Jim are study buddies. <laughs> the moment that he appears, I know his cousin. <laughs> his cousin Brackle. Oh, I know him. He's my cousin. Yeah. So Jim, you come flying down on a blue dragon. Yeah, and you see Jim on the dragon standing. Oh yes. He is holding a guitar. <laughs> oh wow. I know what's happening. And he has an amp I know what's going hooked on. up under oh, the, the wing of the dragon. Playing oh, no. Master of Puppets. You look down. Here's what you see in a quick scan. You see some people down there, plus two dragons. There's a white one over oh, there no. that's surrounded by little devils. There's a silver one over there that's being held down by great purple chains. I cut the chains. Sinean swoops down low where you can hop off if you want to. What do you want to do? I'll hop off if I want to. And what do you do? I'm definitely not going to unleash anything that's changed. Okay. So I'm going okay. for the devil. That's probably kill. a good idea. So I, I see the devils because it looked like, you know, the guy's just chilling and there's some chains, whatever. But the devils, you know, they can pose. <laughs> the guy. It's better the devil you know. Yeah. Okay. So swooping down, Sinean kind of turns and lets you hop off. What do you do? I hold up my orb. Orb. Yeah. I'm going to orb it up. Orbin. And I am going to cast... Uh, let's see. What can I... How many devils? There's a bunch. All of them? There's a bunch. I'm going to cast Major Image. Okay. What are devils afraid of? Oh, I'll make it look like Antonio. Oh, okay. You're going to make it look like Antonia? A giant image of Antonio. Okay. Antonia. And by Antonio, Antonio. you mean Antonia, right? Yeah, Antonia. Yeah. And she's going to look angry. angry. And she's going to look dangerous. And she's going to be 20 foot tall. Well, I'm going to have them make a save. And that is a natural one. Okay. All right. (laughs) Perfect. So they are afraid of her. They shriek and begin to run. And you hear a, no, don't, from up above. And you see there's this big, great, gold-skinned, tiefling, devil-looking thing up there. And as you're doing that, you see Sinean swoop down, and with a great claw, he just tears through those purple and black chains. He doesn't stop. He swoops through, flying, reaches down, and with a claw, just rips them free from the earth. And when he does, Hope and Kel's wings burst up. And there are now three dragons. There's five of you. And I'll tell you what we'll do. Jim just, well, no, we'll keep the same initiative. We'll just put Jim in after Kjorg, since Kjorg just went. So we're picking up with Mogert. It's your turn first. Point me to the nearest dragon. You're closest to Hope and Kel. He's on the ground. Okay. What do you do? So I'm going to run over. Hope and kill. Yes. Grab on. So, can you take me up there to her? I'm about to hit her real hard. Let's go, Mogert. I'm ready to bring her to her doom. So, we go. You take off. He takes off flying. He's going to fly you up there. When he gets you up there, what are you going to do? So, first, uh-huh. I'm going to run off of him. I'm trusting that he's going to try to catch me. <laughs> it's a trust ball with a dragon. I got you, if not. So I'm okay. going to run up the side of him and okay. throw Turtle Rock okay. to hit her. Okay. Let's rock! And it comes to her hand, mm-hmm. and I'm going to throw it at the girl. Okay, go ahead and roll it. Nat 20. Oh, baby. I'm yeah. not even yes. joking. I see it. Oh, it's my beautiful. Gosh. Roll, it. roll it. Roll it. Roll it. All right, all right, all right, all right. Two D eights. Five and a two. Seven. So seven plus eight. Plus eight. Plus three. 
plus three. So what was it? Seven plus eight's fifteen plus three is eighteen. 18. So eighteen damage 18 to that grill. Damage. And uh -huh. then as I'm as I throw that in the air, I'm uh -huh. gonna grab the Warhammer of Winter. The Hammer of Winter. Hammer of Winter and two handed hit her again. Uh, look, I think this is really cool. So I'm gonna give you advantage. No! I think it's really cool. So Sick. Okay, here we go. 16. So that's 28. Uh, that misses. No, I'm kidding. That hits her. Roll to damage. Four and four. That's eight plus eight plus three. So that's 19 damage. But as you're flying toward her, you feel, you know, I told you this thing's like cold in your hands. Yeah. You feel it turn ice cold. And as the hammer comes swinging down toward her, there's like a trail of cold around it. And when it smacks her, literally, it's like it just splats this icy cold all over her, right in the chest. And what it does, she gonna take some extra damage. Five plus five plus four. 14 cold damage as this frosty ice spreads across her robes on the front. She lets out a shriek, ah! And she falls. I'm also falling with her. You are falling. You're falling, uh, but you're not falling with her. You hit her as you like, kind of go yeah. by her. And uh, she takes eight falling damage. Mm. She smacks onto the ground. But, uh, you know, Hope and Kel is the man. So he swoops down yes. with a claw and catches you before you can fall. And as he does, he turns. And he says, uh, so I started blasting. <laughs> so I started blasting. <laughs> so anyways, I started blasting. <laughs> and... She definitely did not beat his save, which is redonkulous. Uh, oh, my soul. I'm going to roll these. Y'all ready? I'm going to roll 15 of these. I'm ready. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh my baby. gosh. 63 cold damage as he just blasts the ground where she lands. A lot of damage. And absolutely freezes her to the ground. She, she screams. She can't hear it. Wow. That was awesome. That's kind of going on pretty far away from you. Right next to you over here is Kilmont, who is currently surrounded by devils. Now, they, they've run away, but they're running kind of in your direction. Is there places to get on? Up high? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, Thank you, Yeah, rubble Jesus. and chunks of the arena. Okay. So I'm next to Chris. Yeah. I'm just going to be like, <sighs> I am about tired of all this nonsense. This is out of my league, but I'm going to get up here. Yeah, I'm gonna go shoot some arrows. So you hook shot, have fun, and I get up on top. Hook shot up on top. So you hook shot up on top. You get up there, and who are you looking for? Uh, anybody. You can see Grand. You see Kjorg over there. Uh, you assume it's Kjorg. It's a four-armed werewolf with fire on the skin. Yeah. A lot of weird things are happening, Alan. Alan's uh, like, what did that just happen? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but you see him. What do you do? I'm far away. Okay. Bow range, right? Yeah, you're in bow range. Awesome. Let's do it. Go ahead. Roll a d20. I know how. I'm scared. <laughs> Roll a d20. 18. 18. 18. It hits him, actually. Oh, man. But it just, it seems to just kind of stick into his skin. It doesn't hurt him. Oh. Also, by the way, he's enormous. Wait a minute. He's like I get sneak attack tall. because he don't know I'm there. You mean advantage. Yeah. You're that. asking if you can have advantage. Yeah, because he don't know I'm there. I will give you advantage. Okay, thank you. He is definitely singularly focused. To death. He's definitely singularly focused on Kjorg. I will give you advantage. Can I have advantage? Is he still growing every time we hit him? Yep. 
Yeah, that's real bad. Okay, that's a 17 plus 9. With a 17 plus 9 is a 26. That'll hit. Heck yeah. So roll me your damage with sneak attack. 66s. 31. All right, you hit him for 31 damage. Chris, you are over there. Uh, you know, close where Claren was. You see Claren hop up on the thing, and there is a horde of tiny devils running in your direction. About the only thing you can see from where you're at. What do you do? So I can't see the tiefling that just fell out of the air. Uh, you know the direction where she fell, but she's on the ground over there somewhere. And she just got blasted by a cold. I still have my rock boys with me. Uh, they were down in the hole. If they don't have limbs, they have flying speed of 30 feet. Mm. I'll say they're up here next to you. Cool. All the little flying devils. Yes. I'm going to cast a fifth level fireball Holy into the crowd. Cow. I think I can hit the most of them. Yeah. They're kind of all together. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll. Is it a save on their There's part? There's so many people. It's a dex 17 okay. save. Okay, I'm going to say there are 20 of them. I'm going to roll two d20s for 10 and 10. I rolled two sixes. That's almost They Satan. are not going to succeed. That's kind of fitting. So go ahead and roll the damage. I cannot believe I just rolled double sixes. That's kind of fitting. There's only one Ooh. left. 30. You smoke them. Beautiful. So let me just say this. They're not actually devils, like from the hills. Uh, they just look like devils. Uh, so they're not impervious to fire. Where are they from? They're from Chicago. You know, think like uh, lizard bats, but being made by this woman. Makes sense. And then my rocks still want to smash the tiefling. Okay, they can move in her direction, but they can't get to her in one turn. Don't be mean to me. They can't get over there in one turn. <laughs> uh, how far is she away? You're not sure, but it's more than 30 feet. Okay. As a bonus action, I'm going to take that potion out of my front pocket, that cloud giant strength, and I'm going to chug it. Oh. Chug it! Okay. And I'm going to chew on the nail. I mean, I'm loving it. You chug the bat. Do you then crush the thing? Get your get your thrasher? Yeah. Okay, and you can move in her direction. You still have your move, so you can move in that direction 30 feet. Yep, I'm heading that way. Okay. Kjorg, it is your turn. It's my turn? Yes. He is up there circling around, facing towards you. He's barreling. And he an arrow sinks into his back. And then he swoops around. And he is running in your direction. His body is now wreathed in flame. He is now protruding these black flames. They're coming at him. And it's not exactly flames. It's almost like, you know how Venom looks sometimes? Like there's these little feely things coming up off of him. That's how he looks. It's like the power that is in him that is growing is almost ready to burst free out of him. Okay. He looks crazed. What I want to do, pull out Norman's great bow while he's still at a distance, and I want to heat up my special hand. Oh, baby. You got to heat up that special hand, and you feel the flame, the heat, go into that metal arrow. As the heat comes out of your metal hand into the arrow, you hear a voice... Aim true, my champion. Pierce through the heart of darkness. I pull it back and aim for the heart. Takes two hands. Pull that metal string back. And it is, it's strong. 28. The arrow flies from your bow. What is the damage on that? Roll it for me. That's 12. Okay. Plus the fire. That's four. Okay. You notice the head of that arrow glows bright like a light. And here comes some radiant damage. 46. 46 plus everything else you just rolled. 
the arrow goes flying toward him as he is barreling towards you. I mean Donkey Kong, King Kong style, King Kong style barreling towards you, roaring as he's leaping forward through the air like he has been done. But that arrow pierces right through his chest, through his heart, and out his back. And when it does, you see his arms go limp, and he just flies forward and falls face forward into the ground, sliding forward. He is still at your feet. Is the lady still over there? She's down low. She's over there. You can't see her where you're from where you are. What a turd. Sorry. Just shoot it up in the air like <laughs> roulette. Arrow whatever roulette. Yeah. I want to kill her so bad. Sinan loops back around. He's going to swoop down, Jim, and pick you up if you want to ride. I hop on. He swoops down with a claw, and you hop on and grab, climb up onto his back. Hope and Kel is swooping back around now. Mogert is climbing atop of his back. Killmont, now that the, all the devils have been smoked by Chris, he looks over at Chris, and he gives you like a nod, and he takes off flying as well. And they all fly, everyone flies, and all of you on the ground move in the direction. Everyone is converging in the direction of where this devil fell. But no one can see her. And just as you all get in with about 10 feet, suddenly there is a boom as she bursts up out from the rock. And when she does, she looks differently. She doesn't look so much like a tiefling. She has sprouted great wings. She's much larger. I don't guess any of y'all have ever seen, but if you'd ever seen a Hulk Misk yeah. down in season three, you see that actually, I mean, she she's bigger and she looks older. And when she speaks, her voice is a bit it's just different. It sounds like a totally different voice. And she says, You, <laughs> you fools, there is nothing you can do to stop us. Nothing. That's what you think. This is fruitless, pointless. What do y'all do? I want to hit her again. We stop her. Shoot her. You all just start blasting. You shoot. Hammer thrown. Shoot. Dragon, start breathing fire. Jim. Let's rock. I am going to blast her with a synaptic static. <laughs> Sounds bad. You blasting too, Chris? What are you blasting with? I'm probably just throwing chromatic warps. Oh, yeah, that'll work. Chromatic warp. Ice. Ice. Pure, you shooting an arrow? Absolutely. Everything in her direction. I mean, before she can react, she is overwhelmed with power from every direction. And... When the smoke clears, her her body falls from the sky once more, and she is burning, she is freezing, she is zapping, she is psychic. But her body does not hit the ground. Something steps out of the air and grabs her. Holy Mother. A tall, black-skinned, long-horned tiefling wearing a robe buttoned down the front about to his knees he looks out at you all and he, he just plucks her out of the air standing there you have fought well champions heroes you've bested my own but in the end it will not matter and Sebastian Blackfire raises his hand toward all of you. As he holds up his hand toward you all, he doesn't laugh, he doesn't smile, he just stoically, like, I don't even have time for this crap, holds his hand up toward you. 
you hear the sound of all the stone and the rubble around you shift and move. And rising up out from the rock comes the enormous stone statue of Dervetter. And as he stands, he stands up between him and all of you in the stone, crumbles off of his skin, and standing before you, 25 foot tall, is the dwarven god of death. (laughs) He raises up above his head an enormous frosted great hammer, and his eyes meet with the eyes of Sebastian Blackfire, that dark god. But with a wave of his hand, Blackfire disappears, taking his bride with him. What? Coward. And that is the season four finale.